Each Day Podcast Radio Show with Bruce Hilliard. Today and every day, reaching out for innovative ideas in every way. Today's show is brought to you by your future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. Hello again and welcome to the Better Each Day podcast with me, your 138 pounds of wild flesh host, Bruce Hilliard. I'm excited to introduce today's guest, musician Mark Mangold, from an awesome rock band called Touch. Touch is an American band from New York City formed in 1978 with Mark Mangold on keyboards and vocals, Glenn Kithcart drums, Craig Brooks on guitar and vocals, and Doug Howard bass and vocals. And you're in Sweden? I'm in Stockholm right now, yeah. How did you wind up there? You're from New York, aren't you? Well, yeah. Um, well, first of all, my, my girlfriend is here, but I also have been coming here for years for music because it's a very happening place to do music and a, a big music scene. Um, and when the virus hit, I was here, and it became very difficult to get back. We finally have it kind of together where we can both uh, get back to the U.S., which we're going to hopefully do within a couple weeks. Touch was originally formed in the 70s, correct? Yes. <laughs> he, he paused. It was a long time ago. Yeah, no, I, I was doing a transition between yeah, Sweden and, yeah. Yes, oh. um, you know, there was a band called American Tears, um, and we did three records. And the third one called Powerhouse, we added our guitar Player, and then we um, we morphed into Touch, um, and then got off of Columbia and signed with Atlantic Records. Yeah, I don't know how old you are. I'm 65, and uh, okay, I, I I just started doing this uh, podcast about oh I don't know four years ago, and it's been fun because I get to talk to people like you. I can say what I want. I don't have to answer to anyone. Uh, you know, they don't have to form a committee to make a decision. Exactly. Yeah. A lot, there's a lot of that going on now. And yeah, there's a lot of outlets for people to kind of express themselves and get it out in alternative ways now. It's interesting. Yeah. Recording has made that change, as you well know. Do you, uh, do you have a studio at home or anything like that? Yeah. Can you see this thing behind me? Uh, oh, yeah. I see some monitor speakers. Yeah. So um, I have a studio in New York, but I also have this set up here where um, fortunately I have barefoot speakers, which I really trust. Barefoot speakers are so important, as you know. So I was able to mix the Touch record and the American Tears record. And then getting it mastered really helps. I work with a great mastering engineer named Jacob Hansen. So he gives it that extra 10%. But we're able to, you know, get them out there. And you kind of have to up your game these days because unless you're going into a major studio with a major producer and a major budget you have to kind of be able to do it yourself in a way so yeah you're a keyboardist right yes it sounds like you do a lot of the production work as well yes by uh necessity i end up doing i mean i've always been producing but it's been with an engineer for, the, for many, many years, you just sit there and you express your opinion. But now, <laughs> now it's it's about also 
having an opinion and knowing how to make it happen. Well, I've been listening to you guys part of last night and all of this morning, and you're great. And you don't hear those sounds too much anymore. You know what you're doing. It's it's super good uh, instrumentally, and the vocals are incredible too. Thank you. There's a song on the new record called Let It Come. Yeah, second cut. Yeah, which is a little of a tip of the hat to Don't You Know What Love Is because it has those powerful guitars. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool, yeah. And tons of harmonies. You know, we one of the things about this band is, is lush harmonies and tons of tracks of harmonies. We pile them up, 50, 60 tracks of harmonies, so it creates a certain animal that you you can't get without that.
it's cool. It's a lot of work. I don't know that people put that kind of work in. The industry's changed so much, as you know, and, and people are using loops and beats, and, and uh, I kind of don't get it. I mean, it's cool. I like it. All right. But uh, I'm I'm an old school guy all the way. Yeah. I mean, pop is, pop is a different thing. Pop is loops and whatever. But a band thing, especially a band like Touch, where we're... Um, you know, t again, tipping a hat to what we were in the 80s. Um, it's got to be more organic and it's got to be uh, challenging. And really, I mean, we try to be larger than life in a way. Yeah. You know, maybe a little pretentious if we can. That's we, try okay. not, we try not to suck is basically. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the main goal is not to suck. I've got this theory that uh, maybe there's a, a generation or two behind us that got used to the McDonald's hamburger of music, and that's kind of all they know. And so if you put a, a juicy steak and lobster in front of them, they're going to go, what's this? You know, <laughs> just give me, the, sure. give me the kid's meal. I want the toy. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny how that works. I mean, I have children and grandchildren and godchildren it's like what you hear when you're growing up is basically what you're gonna yeah. dig if yeah. it's britney spears it's gonna be britney spears you know it's it's funny how that works or the music to a video game which to me is what a lot of it sounds like now that's a video game you're listening sure. to yeah the girl you know, singing it's cute or something but yeah go on tiktok and those songs are 15 seconds long they're, they're sound bites. Like, I want to hear some more. Come on. <laughs> but it's cool. I mean, I do pop stuff as well, which I don't really talk about a heck of a lot. But I also work in that genre sometimes. It's all, it's all a language, you know. And the idea is to master the language that you happen to be working on at that particular time. In the last couple of years, I've really been deep into American Tears and Touch and melodic rock. And American Tears is very progressive. 10, 15-minute songs, synth solos, Hammond organ yeah. um, stuff. So it's um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's crazy to hear the Hammond in there. and It does. It takes me back to... Speaking of taking back, let's go in the time machine. What was your first influence? When did you decide that you wanted to play? Well, I, you know, I grew up in a wonderful place on Long Island, uh, which was a very fertile musical ground. I lived 15 minutes away from a club called the Action House where Vanilla Fudge played, Rascals played, The Vagrants played. Um, all these what, what would become very very popular bands, and they were centered around the Hammond organ. And I, I was in a band then called uh, Gathering Storm, which eventually turned into a band called Valhalla. Valhalla actually had a deal um, in those days. It was very progressive rock, but it really um, it was a world of Hammond organ. Yeah. And uh, it was so much fun and um, being a part of that scene and being so close to that. I mean, it was like 
10 minutes away and I'm seeing the vanilla fudge like every night. That was their stomping ground. Or Billy Joel came out of the, you know, that Long Island area and those clubs. So it really was very influential to, to uh, be part of that. That would do it. You're familiar with Lee Michaels, correct? Yeah. Lee Michaels used to play the Action House all the time. Yeah, I, I opened for him. He'd taken a long sabbatical, and he was in Hawaii surfing, he said. And he came back, and, and uh, it was the first concert he'd done in, I don't know, years. And he didn't have Frosty, the drummer. He had a guy on a, a set of drums that were garbage cans, galvanized garbage cans. And he didn't have a Hammond anymore. He had an electric setup. And uh, mm -hmm. it, it just wasn't the same. And, no, it, it couldn't have been, yeah. And he didn't get an encore, and he got pissed off. So he went back on the stage and dropped Trow and BA'd the crowd. Oh, my <laughs> God. Stomped off. And I, gave, I was standing on the wing and kind of high-fived him on the way off. But I felt bad. I mean, you know, his first time back in years, and, and it didn't go as well as it should have. But he well, was great. He played well. He was a Hammond guy, and there was also Crazy Arthur Brown. Yeah. And who was, you know, doing that in Argent, of course. Oh, man. Um, so Hammond was a big thing in those days. And, yeah. um, of course, Deep Purple. Deep Purple, so you're I right. Don't, he... I don't know if they ever played this particular club, but uh, I know they opened for Vanilla Fudge a lot, as did Led Zeppelin in those days. But, yeah. So I, I really was uh, really immersed in the Hammond. I didn't play in a band where we had to carry around the piece of furniture that the B3 organ can be, you know, yeah. Where, I, yeah. where I wanted to bring a couch and a lamp along with it. Lucky so it had you. To, yeah. <laughs> God. I still, but, you know, I still have the back to shit to, uh, yeah. Prove it, you know, <laughs> yeah. Let it come. Let it come really caught my ear because of the guitars. I mean, the vocals, everything's really good. But the guitars were, I was kind of in the other room, you know, and it's like, what the hell? You know, I came bouncing back in and played it back. That's kind of the signature touch sound. Um, that's, it's funny, because, you know, don't you know, Lovers did that. Um, various other things we've done or I've written have done that. But uh, it's kind of surprising to me that no one in all these years has really done it. I mean, of course, there's power chords, but to have that dead silence after the chord, yeah, I, I don't know anybody who's really picked up on that. So we're kind of happy it's still, in a way, a signature th thing for us.
I'm finding out people are wanting it more and more because of the fact that it reminds them of their childhood, kind of, you know, the, the good old yeah. days and, and when they were in their teens or whatever. And yeah. the, sound, the sound will never die. You guys are spot on. I, th- I love it. But Mark, I appreciate it. And, uh, and you've never looked finer. It, you know, age is adding beauty to us. I just know it. Great. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, we got uh, babes dripping off of us. And um, are you familiar with American Tears at all? No. Oh, that's out right now. So, I mean, that is, it's funny how everything is converged, but American Tears, um, Free Angel Express is out and it's getting a lot of press, a lot of really wonderful reviews. It's got ads in all the major magazines and Touch is coming out in a couple of weeks. So it's funny how it just all happened at the same time. But if you get a chance, check out American Tears. It's it's keyboards. It's very prog. It's Mellotrons and synths and Hammonds and um, long kick-ass songs. Alex Landenberg from the band Camelot and Billy Sheen from uh, Michael Shanker's playing bass. So uh, if you got a chance, check that out too. It's cool stuff. You're releasing three albums on Columbia Records. We released three um, in the early 70s, but... Oh. In the last three years, we did another three more with American Tears on Escape and Deco. And the new Touch record's now coming out on Deco as well. So it's been a, been a busy couple of years. You're prolific. That's a lot of work. Well, you know, with especially with uh, this pandemic, yeah, you kind of have a lot of times in your hands. So it, it, there is time to be creative. And... Having a studio, you know, in your house, you don't have to wait up for six months to get a budget like you used to in the old days and get a great drum sound. You can really go in and record when you have an idea and make it happen in a very world-class way. So yeah. it's it's possible. Yeah, so you're making the best out of what you got. That's so exactly. cool. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Mark, that's all I got. I'm going to let you go. And- okay. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. All right, you take care. Be well. Right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Merry go round my tambourine. We come and go.
And the wind and the seas have a song of their own. But the merry sings, bless the days, everyone's gone and flown away. with a lifetime guarantee. And we're all just trying to make the next day a bit better.